Time for Real, Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, Hector Longo, and you here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Beautiful Sunday morning in the Merrimack Valley. Tim Wood, pleasure to join these esteemed gentlemen to talk MVC football. Hector, how are you this morning? Oh, I thought we didn't have guests. Who is, who is he talking to, bro? Jeez. <laughs> Esteemed guests. We're doing great, fellas. We're doing great. Playoff time and the lovely uh, Bay State here. And everybody's whining about the playoff system and how the blowouts and blah, 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 blah. I've had enough of it. I am angry this morning, and I am ready to, go, to get issue-oriented. So let's go, fellas. Boom. Dropping it. Dropping the mic, just, Hector Longo. Bill, I've had enough. No, I just had out? enough with the, the playoff system. Thing, the, 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 too many blowouts. Mike Lynch even calling people out this week. All right, I know, Mike, I got you. I saw you. that. I got you. Honestly, I still haven't forgotten Mike Lynch for 1982 when he had the five-second call against us with Central Catholic against Lexington. I'll never forgive that. It was three seconds, Mike Lynch, you referee. So I'm calling him out right now, and he knows it was only three seconds. Oh, wow. um, but anyways... But I Here we go, baby. Let's talk about Catholic but schools, I, too. A <laughs> little bit of everything um, in there, yeah. It is yeah. playoff time. It is playoff time. And That's Mike Lynch calling right yep. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, fellas. I just don't know. I mean, when you're in, you're in, right? Like, why are we whining about it now? Like if we if we're gonna fix it, we'll fix it. We'll fit. We'll fix it after the season. But I, I just think it takes away from the kids right now. Uh oh, so, we lost Hector. FCC cut him right off. Yep. Apparently, apparently he he got muted. I'm not cut off. That was my son on the road. I just wanted to make sure he was okay. Okay. So I muted my mic for a second. It's okay, uh, okay. fellas. It's a, we're I got nervous, good. Me, Hector. I thought someone was going to crash through the window with, no, uh, with no. the F-16 and, and take the you w- out. The WCVB <laughs> bullies. <laughs> Look, I'm going to say it right now, okay? The, the giant monster in the room with this football playoff thing, there are two of them. First, eight divisions is stupid, okay? It's stupid. Sure. There should be five. That tightens things up. That eliminates the bad teams. Second thing, there should be no Thanksgiving football. You either have playoffs or you have Thanksgiving. You can't have both, all right? I know all you people, you traditionalists are out there angry at me. You can't. You got to have Thanksgiving. It's The kids love it. I agree. Then go back to the old system in 1972 where six teams made the playoffs. There was one Super Bowl for three divisions. Or I'll even go to 10 this year, and that's it. Because now you're talking player safety. You're talking too long a season. We're the only state that still sticks with this archaic, Play until your fingers freeze off on Thanksgiving system. It's got to end. I'm sorry. It has to end. All right, I said a lot. I'm sorry, guys. Bill, Thanksgiving, go. I agree with Hector. Okay. That's it. I, I mean, I, I, I grew up with Thanksgiving. We played Lowell for 100 years in a row. It ended. What, what has happened is that that game, the, the legendary Thanksgiving Day games, are slowly – drifting apart so you you have 50 percent of the teams don't care the people aren't showing up to thanksgiving games um it it just it's lost its effect and it's impacting the playoffs so let's let's make a decision let's stick with it and let's finalize the playoffs so it actually 
is completely set and, and there's no more discussion. And I think they're trying to do both, which is not the MIA. They usually make a decision that they're there for and how it helps them. So I'm surprised at this, but get rid of them. Let's fix the playoffs and it's all done. Bill, in our day, that was the playoff game for everybody. Right. I got it. I agree. It was a it was a playoff game. It meant something. It was special. You had the tradition of Lawrence Lowell. Now, it just it's just not there. Masco and Everett. There's no tradition with Masco and Everett. Sorry to talk from my my personal point of view, but on Thanksgiving morning, Masco and Everett is a joke. It's ridiculous. Why are we playing just because the kids want to have something to do? I just don't get it. I, and, and honestly, Hector, I, I'll say this. For my kid, it does mean something. They play Drake it this year. It will tie the series. So in this house right now, for his perspective, he loves that day. They lost it last year. They played Wednesday night. The year before, Drake it upset them. My kid's been furious for the last three years about Thanksgiving. But at the end of the day, if we sit down and have a conversation, it it's ruining the ability to have a real playoff system that that eliminates all of the complaints and, and all of the all the craziness. So, um, and, and, and yeah, no, you're you're, and, you're right. And listen, I'll give a shout out to Logan at at Merrimack Valley Sports Report. I mean, he he took a shot at at a realignment, and that's certainly one of the things he said. He, he he's he's fr- he he's coming here from Arizona, where where they've got it all figured out, and and look looking at this system. He said the same thing. You can't, you can't have both playoffs or Thanksgiving. Like, like, you know, pick one, pick a lane. Talk to anybody. We have, we have, to people we have more divisions. Can- we have more divisions than than states like Florida and California and Texas, who are you know football giants. Yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> it's, yeah, or that big. We're not yeah. that big either. Yeah, it's just it's got to be contracted, um, and it's got it, it's either got to be. Thanksgiving or not, because like I said, Thanksgiving used to be your playoff game, okay? Because in the 70s, you had six teams playing in the Super Bowl. That was it. Six teams in the state. And they had the rating system and the points and the this and then that. And always somebody complained because they were 10-0 and didn't get in. But at least you had Thanksgiving. Now, with this system, I'm trying to just think of a team. Methuen High School, I'm sorry, Bill, loses the first round. Yep. For the next two weeks, they got to play games that don't mean anything, okay, with kids who haven't been the most uh, competitive, committed, competitive, whatever the awards you want in the last couple weeks. Now, let's see. I walked the dog this morning. I saw the hard freeze out there. It's cold out there now. Do you really want to go practice when it's 35, 40 degrees and you're playing for nothing against the team that's... But I'll, I'll, you know, we will flip it on Haverhill. Haverhill, Haverhill uses this, you know, as an opportunity to to right the ship, get their first win. So it's, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Si- I'm yeah. sorry, Haverhill. You you had seven chances. You had seven swings. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I love Tim O'Connor. I'm happy for them. But you had seven swings. Wait till next year. This this is, uh, you know, it should be an eight or nine game season in the playoffs. You know, the, the, you had the eight weeks. You could have had an eight game season. Then you have playoffs. I have no problem if you have five or six divisions and you have it this wide open with quarterfinals, semis, finals, you know, in, in each one, or quarterfinals, semis, sectional finals, and state finals. That's not an issue with Thanksgiving. Honestly, that's to me, that's fine. You have your eight-game season, then you're playing 12. Now you're talking about teams playing each other twice. And I'm sorry, I just can't. 
I can't get behind it anymore. It's no. it's tough to deal with. It's tough to do. And I know it, it upsets people. And I don't care about the blowouts. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? There are blowouts everywhere. Look at look at the Texas State State Tournament. Look at the Indiana State Tournament. Oh, look yeah. at the Rhode Island State Tournament. There are first round blowouts. One versus eight. Look at the New Hampshire State Tournament. Yep. Right next door. There are going to be first round blowouts next week. And listen, I'm guaranteed. And listen, guys, there's games we're not going to talk about today, okay? And there were there were a couple blowouts. Uh, you know, Chelmsford got blown out. Uh, Drake it got blown out by Revere. We're not going to talk a whole lot about those games, okay? Because it 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 played out. It played out to seed, you know. So so yeah, it it does. And I, I just I'm sorry. I I'm so fired up about it, but I, that doesn't bother me. You know, teams are, are in the right to play in the playoffs. You know, the teams that won on the last day and then got in, and yep. or did or did what they had to do, like Methuen winning four in a row early. They got a chance to get in. They didn't do anything with it. That's fine. You're out. It's okay. Let's celebrate Andover playing next week against um, Everett. Saint John's. Uh, Saint John. Sorry, yep. my bad. Uh, you know, I mean, let's celebrate that. Let's not look backwards. It happens. I mean, Lexington got in. You knew Central was going to pound them, but yep. that's all right. Maybe the one out of a thousand upset happens. Maybe it doesn't. But I mean, locally, we kids, wanted to see kids. we wanted to see Central Lawrence, but it didn't happen. Lexington got in, and 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 Central took care of business. Right. right. So uh, cream rises to I, the top. Honestly, there's going to be blowouts no matter what. That's sorry. That's the way this game is. It's football. There could be there could be blowouts this coming weekend as well. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? And, and, and I'm sure there will be, Bill. I'm, yeah. I'm sure there will be, too. You know, um, a team with a, a decent record from a weaker league gets in against somebody else, and, you know, kablooey, it's it's big. But uh, like we, heard just, from, we, we heard from Ryan Remetta, you know, uh, Lynn English is probably one of the best seven seeds going, and they almost they almost took care of business against Tuxbury, which is a, a solid team. So I mean, Drake, I, Drake it last year was, was a, a very formidable seven seed and they showed it they had the momentum going at the right time of year and and they showed it against yep. marblehead this year not so much and, and i mentioned it already and i'll say it one more time player safety okay do you want to turn parents off then tell them we're playing 13 games or whatever it is and the last four might not mean anything but wait until thanksgiving and or 12 games i'm sorry okay you're not the season starts in 110 degree weather in august it doesn't need to end in 12, 12 degree weather on Thanksgiving. It it just doesn't anymore. I'm you know, and I know that's sacrilege in Massachusetts to say it, but that's how I feel. All right, let, let's let's have a little segue though, because I, oh. I think I think for the viewers, they're they're the viewers are a little concerned for Hector right now. Yes. They don't understand where some of the frustration. And As I want to put it, I, I want to put it in perspective. Hector last week finally lost the fan poll. Yes. For the player of the week, so yeah. he's he's struggling with that right now. So I just want to put it in perspective. Very, very that gracious I was, on I was Twitter. Correct. Very gracious. I was very correct. I was correct this week, and I picked uh, that Lawrence just continues to come out on on, <coughs> on support of their players. And uh, Bill, it was a bag job. It was a bag <laughs> job. Tim Tim was going with you no matter what to can't to, to to make it. No matter what, he was going with you. It was a, it's fine. You have to put me in my place. I can deal with that. <laughs> I can deal with that. I can deal with being humbled a little bit. I, you know, I know truly who deserved it. And, um, you know, you guys. Oh, have, uh, okay. But the other against, weeks where, against, where I know truly, the, the other weeks where I knew truly who deserved it, that didn't count. So, so technically yeah. the kid that I chose <laughs> and the, the fans picked the right player. 
Tim at that point was irrelevant. Um, oh, he just jumped on the wagon at that you know, point. Listen, listen, I'm fine with the Mike Greenberg role here. That's fine. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, as, as long as it Tim turns t- into a ten Tim million payday and a show nobody watches, I'll I, I'll take I'll take that route any day. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. Hey, congratulations, Bill. You know, yeah, one in a row, baby. Yeah. One in a row. And, I'm and very listen, humble. I'm very. Yes. Yeah. Hum- humble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the absolute word. The first word I think of when I think of Bill Bryant. <laughs> when does when does his acceptance monologue uh, kick in, Tim? When do we have I know, to? Uh, I know the Academy, for that. Everybody, yeah. All right, uh, and we said it, Jacob Tamayo, Player of the Week last week uh, for for Lawrence. This week, your candidates. We had a flash poll, and we've been doing this last last couple of weeks to, to give you, uh, you the viewer, the chance to, to, to chime in on the fourth player. This week, we had a ridiculous amount of worthy candidates. Uh, it was it was Aiden Pereira, Dasani, Dasani Houston from Haverhill, uh, Brian Hamilton from Bill Ricca, and Manny Lara from Lawrence were the four uh, for, for the fourth vote. Manny Lara, Manny Lara wins. The flash poll, he is the fourth candidate. He joins Josh Ramos, Tyler Keough uh, from Tewksbury, Will Schimler from North Andover, and Manny Lara, your four candidates this week. Get online until uh, Tuesday midnight. We're already off to a roaring start. And again, I mean, hey, listen, Lawrence, you're getting out the vote, all right? You're getting out the vote. Manny Lara had a huge game. I'm not going to – I am not going to um, – to to put that down whatsoever and especially with Lawrence getting out the vote I will tell you this week I am not it, it, I am going my own way I'm not going with the fans uh we got we had three three guys in the middle of big wins um and I'm listen I already I'll I'll put it out there right from the get go Josh Ramos so chew on that through the rest of the show make fun of me bring it on I am I am shocked. I know it is a shock, right? It is hearing a shock. that name come off your yep. lips. I, I can't. I thought you'd never say that name. Yep, I know. I, we'll get. Who to, was Josh Ramos? I've never heard that. We'll, 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 we'll get to why. We'll get to why. I he, thought he was a left tackle. I was a left yeah. tackle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to why he may be worthy. We will, uh, as 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 Bill mentioned, we've got a, a couple great interviews. We got Will Chico from North Andover after their huge win. Um, Yes, and and J- Jim, we'll, we'll get Jim up on the screen. Jim Jim Cunningham chimes in. Congratulations to Tyler Tyler on his second nomination. Uh, so and and again, congrats to to Tewksbury on on the big win. We'll talk about that, and we will talk about that one with Ryan Rometta, the QB from Tewksbury, breaking down all the games when we get back here on uh, on on the show. We'll take a quick break. Come back at you in uh, two and two here on. MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Dafusco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your results may vary, but give Davila and DeFusco a try. 
They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote. Or check them out at DavilaDeFusco.com. Big shout out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. So, uh, before we jump into the games, wanna wanna just uh, give a, give a promo to a, a promotion that we're gonna try this week. Might fall flat on our face, but we're trying to do some fundraising uh, as as we take on some other projects and 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 try to improve improve the show, improve all the things we're doing uh, with the MVC. Trying a football squares contest as as a fundraiser this folks this week folks. Um, our first game that we're doing it for is the the November tenth, a week from Sunday. So we're kind of getting it out there a little early. Um, doing it for the Sunday night football game, Vikings Cowboys. Hundred squares total for for you to choose. Uh, Ten dollars per square. Buy as many as you like. As you see on the screen, send send uh, send your money on PayPal or Venmo. Once the money's received, we will send you a link, uh, a link to pick and track your squares online. We will we will uh, update it on online on all the different social media channels throughout the week in terms of in terms of what squares are still available. Once it's filled, we will uh, put in the numbers. Chance to win um, 25 for first quarter, 50 for halftime, 75 after the third quarter, $100 uh, for the final, and then. Uh, the the bonus here and it's where Tim, is when when they when they put their name in they're to put the school they're from and who they're supporting exactly exactly when 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 you send your money in make sure you let us know what school you're representing uh, and the the school that has the most the most support the buys the most squares that school will get a hundred dollars uh, of of this pool money. Uh, uh, made made out to their their uh, their all sports boosters or their their boosters in, in in that city. So fundraiser for us, fundraiser for some for some booster programs. A uh, little competition, little uh, little way for you to make a little scratch. So hope you'll hope you'll get in on on the contest. All right, speaking of contests, gentlemen, uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, Let's get let's get Central Catholic Lexington out of the way. All right, it's forty-two seven uh, Central. Uh, as as we mentioned, one versus eight gets it done. Aiden Pereira nine of ten, one hundred and thirty-three passing yards, four TDs passes in 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 the first half, basically 
Uh, Jermaine Wiggins, three catches, 61 yards, a 12-yard TD catch. Raiders' defense was was on fire, allowed just 28 total yards, negative 40 rushing yards, um, and it was led by Matthew St. Hilaire, two sacks, uh, Dominic Petty, one sack, Bre- Brendan Sassati, one sack, Nick Palmer, one sack, and Uy- the guy that the guy that Coach A was trying to pronounce and the players try to pronounce Uyu Osa Yimwen. I, 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 I will give that my best effort. Um, Nate Hebert, a, a, a TD catch. Nick Dadadio, a TD catch. Mark Cassis, a 49-yard touchdown run. Uh, big things all around for the Raiders sector. Okay, so I'm going to start with this. Last Sunday down in Foxborough, I see my man Jermaine Wiggins Sr. standing with his boys in the corner as you go to the, to the Patriots locker room, like right on the field on the side. And I always see him there during the playoffs and stuff. So I obviously brought up you know, Central in the playoffs and this and that. This is a football team that was not happy with the draw that they got, okay? At least Mr. Wiggins was fr- was sure to tell me that, that, you know, that having to face Everett in the semis is not a not something they were looking forward to because of the way the seedings broke down and Andover moving here and this. Th- so this is an angry football team, and they took it out on Lexington on uh, Saturday, and they took care of business, a quality, professional um they hate us because they ain't us kind of win, and you know, now <laughs> that's that's Wiggins' line. They hate us because they ain't us. Right. Yeah. That's why I said it, yep. Tim. Obviously, it's not my line. I would never think of uh, uh, um, stealing that one. But you know, just simply, simply put, it was an angry Central team. They took it out on on Lexington, and now the real fun begins. So the the private Catholic school is feeling like they're <laughs> they're they're being unfairly yes, treated. Yes, they're they're being they're, they're grieved. I've heard it all at this point. I never said because, unfair, Bill. Never said unfair. I'm gonna said, go run and get my violin. Not the way. Yeah. Let, me, let me go get my Stradivarius. Hold on, broke. hold on. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, I didn't say I they were like, whining. I didn't say they said it was unfair, but they're angry about it. it so good, good for them. Like Use it, right? The Patriots have won 27 Super Bowls doing that. I, that that Hector, I agree with you. The Patriots yeah. have learned how to manufacture uh, that type of a a, a thing. That but motivation. Come on now, yeah. I, you, you knew my response was coming. Come on. Yeah, but uh, no, I hear you, Bill. I I, I hear you, but you know, it's like the I said, playoffs. It's playoffs. I was just stop, trying to stop set it. up, you know, a little inside story. It was, you know, let's be honest. The, the two sons didn't say a word about it, but man, Jermaine Senior, he was in, you know, and just he know was I know not just happy in terms of the how the seedings like. Who, like, what did they think it was going to be? Well, St. Well, John's. Yeah, and exactly. So, um, you know, Central could have been the, easily been the two and stared at Andover, the end of the Thune winner, in this case, Andover, and uh, the way it broke down. That's all. I'm just, I, again, there's that power thing and this, that, and points for this win and points for that win. And, you know, if somebody beats somebody, you add your points. I got it. I, I don't so, want to take a so math class here. They wanted to but, be the two seed, basically? No, 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 no. All said and done, let's be honest. The whole thing looked weird. Them being yeah. one over St. John's, number two, Andover jumping up three over Everett. I have had more people this past week because, hey, when we talked about doing this show, it was right from the get-go, coaches and the players. Yep. As much as we want the fans and all that, I've had more fans this week come to me or, or just parents. I don't get the seedings. Why was Everett this and St. Yeah. John's? Totally baffled. And, and do you really want to have a playoff system that is aligning where people are so confused by the 
by the rankings and all that, you got to clean it up as far as here. Here's the math. This is what we do, but it's not. It, it's it's unfortunate. All, yeah, all kidding aside, I, I absolutely understand the frustration. and and and, But at the same time, I, I mean, this – this will get them stronger going into St. John's if they're able to get past Everett, you know, to have that, that, yeah, that right. game, no. you know? Yeah, uh, no, for sure, Tim. And, you know, and like I said, they, they took it as a, you know, they made a positive out of it. So good for them. Quality quality stuff from them to, this week. They took, made a positive out of it um, and took care of Lexington without, you know, without any issues, no problems, and, and that's it. Dave DePalma chimes in saying Central Everett game of the week statewide, you think? I haven't seen the whole list of games, but it's as big as it gets out there. I mean, I, mean, much, I, I, I can't tell you it's, what's going on in the South, honest yeah. to God. I, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but To me, know. it is. I mean, think about it. Everett, Everett has been a perennial superpower. Central's always in the mix. And and how, how is that not the, 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 the game of the week? I mean, you look at the you look at you look at uh, shared opponents. Uh, Central beat Springfield Central 52-42. Everett, first game of their season, they lost to Springfield Central 40-12. And then the other the other one is is uh, Everett beat St. John's 32-27 in the third week. Central lost to St. John's 28-14 in the second week. So, you know, it, it, it's never apples to apples in terms of momentum and how the team's gelling at that point in the season. But, I mean... The, the, it's the comparison we have. Right. What it tells you is, is Everett fixed their woes after week one to beat a, a team like St. John's. So to me, you have two teams now that are, are in a crash course. And I think that's more what Wiggins is probably talking about is Everett is no joke. So to, to no, face them look, and then St. John's is, is, is not going to be easy. Everett speed gives St. John's trouble. St. John's size gives Central trouble. So it's kind of a... You know, a little a mix of styles and matchups too. It's it's a lot of it has to do with styles and matchups. I'll go back to that day that Central went down to Everett and beat uh, that a really good Everett team down there. Uh, was it 2013? I, if I can remember correctly, that was such a gigantic win for Central Catholic football program wide, uh, um, erasing kind of the mystique of Everett. That was a really good, good Everett team. So now it's just another football team for Central. So again, if it's not the game of the week, that Final Four in Division One North is what the uh, playoffs should created, be about. The created, creators of this playoff system were looking for. I mean, Hector, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to. I mean, Central's had so many good teams that 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 just find a way this time of year. But this team is. I mean, this team has has guys stepping up in every facet and and go to guys and yeah bill i see the smile like they should that you know they're, they're recruiting from 20 no i was just gonna so. say they they have they have solid depth yes and, and and great coaching so they should and the other thing is a lot of the kids from last year have returned this yes. year so they're not a, a group of of 25 new seniors that this is kind of their first year playing a ton of varsity there is a boatload of kids returning from last year, so that whole, you know, how are we going to beat Everett? It's nope. How do we prepare for this game for us to not make mistakes and for us us to win? But I mean, um, Hector, and I think that's going to be in there. Hector, in terms of you being the the Hall of Famer, the guy who's seen it all, uh, 
I mean, this central team, maybe in the last decade, where does this, where does, in terms of where they're at right now? Okay, so the disclaimer is that's, everyone let you know, that's Tim's weekly Hector's old note. Uh, that's no, the not at all. Hall of Famer. Hector is an old note. Thanks, thanks Tim. Okay, we got that one out of the way. Nope. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, where does this central team rank? That's a good question, Tim. Um, I look at that run, like I said, right around 2013 as like their their best run of the decade. If you look at, they threw like five guys to UNH out of that crowd or, or to D1 schools out of that crowd and a lot of college players around. So that was probably the golden era. You know, this is, you had Milano, you had Edwards. If this kid is the next one of those three at quarterback, the Pereira kid. Sophomore. Now, yeah, now you're talking the next three years, you know, are they looking at another run? Maybe maybe this is the precursor, this is like 2011-ish kind of central, where Edward, uh, where Milano was a little bit young and learning, and then Cablamo, you know, they took off. So let me ask, though, let me ask a follow-up, though, and, and this is not me being a smartass here. This is the most, to me, deepest team in regards to they don't have four or five like superstar sons, like Donatio is a player. Like you, the fact that you didn't say another pick yeah, six Cassis, surprised, yeah, I mean, you know, Cassis, but they're, they're from, from uh, one to 11 offense, one to 11 defense. They've got kicking game. They've got, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the senior goes out, Mercurio and they don't even miss a beat. And I think that's more what I'm trying to say is it, it hurt, you know, kid loses his senior year. That's terrible. To me, it's the most deepest they've been as far as next kid up, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. This is where this particular team is impressive to me because they truly have a ton of talent all the way through. All right, Bill, you say that, but and I'm, I, I have to take a backhanded uh, jab at myself and my former employer when I go there with the Eagle Tribune. As Coach A loves to bring up, Michael Balsamo, I think, is a captain at UNH, and... Uh, he's like a three-year starter UNH on defense. Um, he was a zero-time Eagle Tribune All-Star starting three years at Central Catholic. So that's how deep those teams were. Central would get five or six All-Stars with the Trib, and Michael is a zero-time All-Star. It's something Coach A loves to bring up all the time when I see him that we, we never put him on an All-Star team, and the kid's a captain at the University of New Hampshire, which you know is very rare. I think he's a captain. I know he's a two-year starter anyways. If I'm wrong about the captaincy, I apologize. Hector, there's baseball players. There's baseball players that played at Central that didn't even start that are so, now playing deep into college. So that goes to okay. a whole other conversation. Right. 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 But I'm just saying Drafted. that depth back back in the middle of, of this decade was really, really good. That no, and that's why was I was, was more asking legit you a players. Yeah, yeah, I was more yeah. asking you because you, you're, you're – Well, you're right. You're right, Bill. They have, uh, they have the ability to go – is it 25 to 30 deep where other teams go 20 deep or 18 deep? You know, that, that, that's that, all what I'm talking about. And, yeah, and, that, and we're talking totally understand good, that. solid players. And I mm-hmm. think that's where each week practicing against each other in, in scout teams and things like that, they, they're doing that all week long where your, your, your teams that have less, less of those players, it's much harder to get that quality, quality practice. And, and they're that getting quality. these guys into the game you know whether whether it's a clutch moment or not. I mean, they're getting these Nathella Chuos and and Michael Browns in into the mix, so that in those moments, if they're needed, next guy up, they're ready. 
It's and that's what happened yeah. in North Andover last year. A lot of the reasons why they're doing good this year is a lot of their second, third stringers were getting into games and getting varsity reps against solid high school teams, but not at their level. So I think that does make a huge difference as far as getting guys ready to go. All right, let's get another playoff game out of the way here. Uh, as we mentioned, St. John's prep, uh, 42-13 over Lowell. Uh, 42-0 at the half, just absolutely dominated, uh, dominating performance by the Eagles. Um, Aiden Flynn for Lowell had two second-half touchdowns, uh, but but St. John's just put on a, a clinic against Lowell um, leading, in, leading into next week. One of Lowell's Not- strengths is their size, and, and St. John's mm-hmm. size is, is bigger, faster, stronger, better, and, and it just gave Lowell really no chance. Got to give a shout out to my Haverhill guy on that on the St. John squad, my man Matt Dushman, um, former Haverhill travel hoop kid, and he's a captain in their secondary and a receiver. Um, he's a Haverhill guy, and so I have a I, I definitely have a rooting interest with the prep. He's a good man, so just want to throw that one out, Matty D. He's a good kid, and uh, they're a solid club, man. This is like I say, this is when things really heat up with these four now. All right, so uh, let's get one more non-playoff game out of the way here. Uh, 30-28 win from Bill Ricca over Lawrence. Three lead changes in the fourth quarter before the, the Indians sealed the victory. Brian Hamilton, 26 carries, 201 yards, three TD runs, two in the fourth quarter. Nick Walteri from Bill Ricca, three catches, 73 yards, 15-yard TD catch, and a, a game-clinching fumble recovery. Uh, Joey Dufour, junior linebacker, led the defense with two fumble recoveries one of three that got the uh, the turnover belt for bill ricka uh for uh, for lawrence jacob tomeo tomeo 244 passing yards two tds manny lara as we said nine catches 134 yards a 50 yard td catch and an 80 yard kickoff return touchdown uh so but you know one of these one of these non-playoff games where where both teams found the motivation and, and made it one hell of a game well, yeah, again, like, like you say now, it'll be interesting to see who these two teams are matched up with this week now that the teams have fallen out of the playoff bracket. Will they stay with non-playoff teams? Will they, you know what I'm saying? Will they, will they kind of mix them up? Give Lawrence credit, man. If you, if you went to every Lawrence game this year, you've been entertained. Win or lose, they're always, they, you know, they've had, they had the one clunker a couple weeks back um, before the Methuen game. Where they kind of just threw, threw in the towel early, but. Man, they have battled all year long, and they have been hung around. So give them credit. Yeah, right from those week one against and- Burlington, you know that, and it's one of those things where you where you look at a team that was trying to find their way, and if they could have, like you just, what if we we play what if all the time? And I'm not a big fan of it, but I mean, in this case, I I look at that situation. I'm like, if they could have snuck past Burlington, found a way to win that game. How does their season turn a little bit there in terms of finding the the winning ways earlier on? You know. They've, yeah, they've you, you may not talent. have lost. You may not have lost to Drake it because now you're you're battling for another win as opposed to you're battling not to lose. Which I think that's what gets Lawrence into trouble. Is they if they find themselves up early, it's how do we not screw this up? But big fan of the coach. I, I think that's a program that is that is looks smaller. I was surprised their numbers are way down, but I think that actually is going to help them as far as coaching and, and getting kids to make cut the mistakes out and cut the 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 losses of players down the road because they're they're dropping out of school or ineligibility. And I, I think a smaller compact team gives coach 
Coach Alde uh, uh, an opportunity to really make an impact on a smaller number of guys. Can we call him the Macho Man now? I was thinking of that this week since I, I said he'd be good at wrestling promos. Randy Macho Man all day. Is it, can we can we do that? Can we go I'm, with that? All day. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> All I right. just want to go. With it. I think I think we can go. We can make that nickname stick. The Macho Man, Randy Odette. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get into the meat of of the playoff games. Uh, we'll, we'll we will have an interview with uh, Matt Chico as well right after the break here on NBC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your mis- results may vary, but give the Davila and DeFusco a try. They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote. Or check them out at DavilaDeFusco.com. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home. So put Jen Hamilton's 33-plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no-obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen... She, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at 508-954-7941. Am I, all right, I turned the camera off and on. I froze. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance, Tim Wood, uh, Hector Longo, Bill Bryant. Let's get a couple other, uh, let's get uh, the, the Haverhill game up, up here. Haverhill, uh, just give some shout-outs to Haverhill. Uh, 47-13 win for Haverhill uh, over Malden. Haverhill gets their first win of the season. The Sonny Houston, 11 rushes, 130 yards, a 68-yard TD run. Tayshawn McGee, a 34-yard TD catch. Giancarlo Figueroa, a 7-yard TD run. Uh, Xavier Ramos, 70-yard interception return TD. Aiden Alvarado, 5 carries, 50 yards, a 2-yard TD run. And Carlton Campbell, 8 carries, 
152 yards, one yard TD run. Uh, didn't give up, guys. I mean, you know, they said it last they said it last week after after the loss. Uh, let's see what these guys can do with the, with these 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 four or five remaining games, and and that uh, they played they played hard through 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 the game. Okay, so so that this is where though, Tim, this is where I wonder now. Great effort, right? The Haverhill kids had something to play for, get a win. Now what happens? That's that's what I wonder. I, yeah. I you know I don't want to look forward. I I know we should probably be focusing on what the kids did this week and you know sticking with it. But what happens? Do they do they get thrown at a? You already got Lola playoff team on Thanksgiving. What do they? What happens this week? Are they going to end up with the uh, St. John's Andover loser in, in two weeks? Or you know what I'm saying? Or uh, 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 so you know what? Yeah. What kind of situation do they end up with there? The I'm sorry. The uh, yes, I, I lost. St. John's Andover loser. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so a team um, that on paper Hector is going to absolutely. Dominate right. them, and I and I think right. that's the that's the part where, uh, you know, as the show was going on, I was reflecting, and I remember last season after losing to AB, we ended up going down and playing Reading, and mm-hmm. and you know I, that was a really good football game, and that was yeah. a team that that Methuen felt like, you know what, even though we're out of the playoffs, this is a playoff team. This is a team that has been dominant each and every year, and and I, I think if if the matchups were done that way, having those four or five extra games meet are meaningful. If they just throw an opponent and say, "All right, here you go, Haverhill, you got Everett, and and they've already mm-hmm. smoked you," that's not that. That's where kids are going to get hurt. That's yeah. where people start quitting and, and, and coming away mm-hmm. from the sport. That part of it, I think you're right. So next week's matchups, non-playoff matchups, are out. At least Haverhill is at Cambridge next week. So okay, so a test. Another winnable game, I would guess. I think it's another winnable game, though, um, for Haverhill, and you know they'll battle. You know they. Lexington Coach at simplified things there. Yep. Lexington mm-hmm. at Lowell, Acton Boxborough at Methuen, Waltham at Chelmsford, Lynn English at Bill Ricca. Let me see if I see any. I think that's it. That, tradi- that traditional uh, Methuen Acton Boxborough rivalry, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy it's at home, even though I'm not thrilled about that, because mm-hmm. the visitor bleaches in Acton Boxborough are, are a little scary. So, Are they? oh, it's awful. You literally are feeling like you're tipping over into the into the woods. It's brutal, okay. brutal. All right. So the game that uh, the game that Mr. Bryant and and I, to a certain extent, didn't really want to talk, but we do have to talk about it. Andover, uh, Andover, with a forty to twelve win over Methuen, um, dominated. They they were up. They, they, you know they basically took their foot off the pedal. They they were up forty to nothing at the half. Um, combined score sixty eight twelve over Methuen this year. Josh Ramos twelve carries one hundred seventy seven yards three TDs two catches twenty eight yards another uh, another ca- uh, receiving touchdown. Scotty Brown uh, yeoman like day in terms of the first half eight for eight one hundred three yards two TDs. Lincoln Beal. Jackson McCarthy, both TD catches. Um, it just wasn't just 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 was not to be for for Methuen in terms of find finding a way with all these injuries. The the quote of the day yesterday for me, and, and this I'm going to get crap for this, and and you know sometimes you just have to tip your cap, and I don't know how many times I heard, just tackle the kid. You, you're holding on to him. 
But man, that Brown kid is so elusive and he is so fast and he is running one way. Half of his body looks like he's going left and he just goes right. And and if you're not grabbing him and, and wrapping him up as small as he is, he's not going down. Um, and obviously Ramos, once he catches around the corner, if you're not in, in, in distance or have the angle, he is absolutely gone as far as his speed. But then on top, so of, I saw I, just in 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 Ramos's, and we'll play some highlights as we're talking here. But just just in Ramos's um, TD runs, you know, you could you could see uh, them them missing tackles. Right, right. But let's be honest: there's missing tackles, and then there's players that are all-star caliber that are not letting themselves be tackled. And that's the, that's the challenge of football. You know, you're in the right position, you're coached to be there and you miss it. That's on you. And that Methuen's struggling with that right now. Um, but there's also some kids right now that they just, they're not even in the same ballpark as far as trying to catch with, with their speed. And I think that's the, that's the difference. Matchups are tough, but you know, when, when your heart's not there and, 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 and you're struggling, you, you got to be on point against any of these MVC teams. Well, I will ask the two of you guys: Did Ando come away healthy? That's that's probably the most important question. Right? Without without question, nothing without nothing question. I saw, nothing they I saw. All shut and down. And, I mean, you know, starters were shut down at the half. So yeah, mm-hmm. and and their kicking game, like I said, there's probably other other you know good kickers out there, but their kicking game as a team, as far as punting, which they didn't really do much of punting, uh, but their 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 kickoffs, it's they're pretty much controlling controlling that part of the game, which will help them as they, as they move forward. Gotcha. All right. So let's take a, let's take a look at the, uh, let's actually, I, I don't have that, but in terms of, in terms of don't have that slide, but in terms of Andover versus St. John's prep, it's, you know, it's always seems to be the hurdle in the way for, for Andover. Um, where do we see this Andover team in terms of competing with prep? Well, can they can they match up with the size? Can they can they battle up front? It's I think St. John's has premier athletes like Brown and like Ramos on the edge, and uh, the Crowley kid's a heck of a quarterback. So, but will they be able to match up up front? It's uh, it's been okay, it, not okay. Andover's been very good in the front six or seven defensively. The last, what is it, four, four straight weeks? Yeah, eight points a game. You know, so, that's four games. Yeah, I, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the Debbie Downer here, guys. It, it took a 43-yard incredible quarterback run to beat Lowell. So at the yeah, end of the day. You are, man, you are a Downer, you know? No, hey, you're asking I mean, me the North question. I mean, North Andover had that game against Chelmsford, and they got by it. I, I understand that. They're also in a lower division. We're talking about Division One. We're talking about St. John's. We're talking about Everett, and we're talking about Central. Andover has some some uh, Matthew Slayton, probably one of my Michael Don Slayton. Bethlehem, you I'm mean. sorry, Michael Slayton. It's like Michael Slayton, probably one of my favorite non-Anthony Romano best defensive players in in the area. But they don't have the depth. They're 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 they're, they're it, We'll talk next week. I, I want them to do well. It's an MVC team. It's Andover. You know, as much as you don't want to lose to them, you also root for them as they move forward. I, I just don't think they have the, the the well-rounded talent to hang in that top four. You got any uppers to balance that, Hector? Uh, uh, look, their speed 
on a carpet, I give them a chance. I really do. I I give them a chance. Now, I know Bill is Mr. It's going to be an all-Catholic final, and I'm going to be angry. But <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I, I can tell you for – EJ's not in this to win the MVC large and or take second in the MVC large. He's in this to win the whole thing. So the bar is set to to beat the prep and beat Central and move on. Whether or not they get there, that's a different story. But you act like they're not showing up. To, they're not even. Oh no, not at all. Not at. I mean, they they smoked with doing. They're they're, they're okay. Putting, they're putting it Let together. Let me rephrase that. You act you act like they shouldn't even bother to show up. That's, that's, you know, I, I just say they're a solid underdog, a legit giant okay. underdog. But so you're saying, you. the same thing, you're saying the same thing I just did, Hector. A solid underdog, a huge underdog. I'm saying the same thing. They've got an incredible kicking game. They've got a freshman quarterback who I think is, is phenomenal. They've got Slayton. They've got a, a solid line. They have they, this kid that, that Tim talks about once in a while, Ramos. They have a ton of the tools. They deserve to be in the game. But at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to be able to beat St. John's. That, that's all I was saying. Phil is dying for an all-Catholic final. He's dying for an all-Catholic mode final. <laughs> I can get that in the Catholic school championship game, too. So why would I want a Catholic school all-final in the public uh-huh. school and the Catholic? <laughs> now, I... So I Back in the day, Bill, I, I was, you know, lobbying for the Catholic New England Super Conference with Bishop Girton and Bishop Hendrickson and the mass schools all together playing it. Huh? Yeah. I think now with Bill with Bill lobbying, we should we should include the New Jersey Catholic uh, Conference too and bring in Bergen Catholic and Don Bo- St. Don Bosco and those schools too into my into my Make super it a league. Super conference. Yes. Yes. So um I, that's what I think we should do. Bill. Forget about your Elite Eight Catholic Catholic championship. I want I want to go strictly regional now. We'll go regional. We'll fly to Jersey and take on Bergen Catholic and go to the Bronx, I'm in for that. Ford and Prep. Hey, the money's there, so let's just do it. <laughs> ah, listen to you. <laughs> Private planes. <laughs> Mac Daddies. All right. All right. Can I ask yeah. a question here? All seriousness, yes. Yes, I because I've I've had enough of blowouts. Why have we not talked about Tuxbury and Lynn English? Is there a reason why we, we are talking? We, yeah, we're talking that's, about him. We're, we're, that's we, our, we, that's we, the we game of the interview. Game so of the that, that's why we're kind of. Uh, we, yeah. Just because we hadn't mentioned it once. Okay. Yep, we're getting I, there. That was just for me. All right. I just wanted to know. That's okay. And for those I know you're getting there. Astute, astute point. Yes. Okay. Once again, at our breakfast meeting this morning with our raspberry cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk. Well, you know what? Let's talk. Let's let's talk Tewksbury now. Since you said it, let's 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 talk. We don't have much. We don't have much left though, too, because we're we're close to that noontime we thing. Are, but we are hard hard break. Uh, so Tewksbury, that noontime thing? Thirty-one fourteen lead in the third quarter. We we mentioned it earlier. Tyler Keogh just I mean just did everything in this game. A five carries, one hundred eight yards, uh, and a touchdown. Eight carries, twenty-seven yards. Uh, on the ground, threw a 19-yard touchdown pass on a trick play, uh, ran back a 35-yard run on a trick lateral play on a kickoff, kicked a 29-yard field goal, kicked four PATs. I mean, I'm not sure if 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 one guy could have had more of an impact on a game than Tyler Tyler Keogh did this weekend. 
Look, they got out to the big lead and hung on, though, Tim, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. yes. And, and yeah, they needed they, they needed some big plays. They needed some first downs on, on the ground, and uh, they needed Ryan Rometta and, and Kyle Dorigo to step up in those moments, and and uh, and Keo and and they got they they got it and uh, they held on thirty one twenty eight. You know, it's it's uh, you mentioned it earlier, Bill. I mean, Lynn English, a a very tough seven seed. Um, do we just take this as as a, a, a good a, a good um, a good scare moment for Tewksbury in, 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 uh, but not, not to worry in terms of co- conquer Carlisle in, in terms no, of, I, yeah. I think an older, wiser man last week, um, who's been around for decades, Hector Longo said that this could be the, the game that knocks Tewksbury off. This was a, a, a very, very good seven seed that, I think had some early struggles against some good teams and has found their way. I sent you the video, Tim. They have a running back that is potentially going D1, you know, you know, top 10 college teams. Formidable, 6'3", 240, you know, it, it just a, he's a, he was a man. And I, I think Hector said it last week, if Tewksbury's going to get knocked off and, and early on, this is the team that's going to do it. And, and I think everything proved out on that 30 to 28. I think their coaching and their their – team strength got them out early and then Lynn English you know fought back and almost pulled off a pulled off I wouldn't even call it an upset almost pulled out the win yeah uh Jim Cunningham chimes in says two very good football teams that's all it was not 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 a not a knock on Tewksbury in terms of the score whatsoever no and if you're Elwood and you win that game what 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 a message your team just sent you that we're we're ready to go we're battling the their depth every man up everyone is playing they they rely on everyone and their and their best player is still out so yeah. for them no, each shame. Week, no shame each week they're moving forward with more and more confidence and that to me is a scary thing um in any any high school sport in, in any level so for for coach Elwood it's back to the back to the basics back to the discipline and no mistakes and uh I'm having fun watching them all right, uh, Bill. We know you got to get out. Uh, oh, Hector's going to get out too. By the way, yeah, we all got to get out. So, but uh, so your MVP pick before we let you go. Hector, you, you want to go first, or are you all no, right it's with you. me? Because you, you, you got to go. So, um, my MVP. Hold on, let me let's call them back <laughs> up again. Josh Ramos, um, Tyler Keogh, Will Schimler, Manny Lara. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with. Um, the man that did it all in every aspect of the football game yesterday, Tyler Keogh. Could be the, could be the, the first two-time winner this year. All right, And I, I think deservedly so. so. All right. Well, well, we'll Bill, I want to let, let Bill know my pick was going to be before we let him go. And I, I'm going with Schimler. Um, strictly out of perseverance to fight his way back and to have a big game in a playoff game like that, um, I'm going with Nordano as well, Schimler. All right. So, so Bill uh, – we know you got a heart out here, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Uh, but uh, Bill, Bill joined us earlier for uh, a great interview. We will now talk to the quarterback from the Tewksbury Redmen, Ryan Romea. Tim, real quick, though. Get out and vote on Tuesday. All right. We're here on uh, NBC Gridiron Weekly. Bill Bryant, Tim Wood, we are thrilled to be joined by the quarterback from the Tewksbury Redmen, Ryan Romea. How are you, sir? 
I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me on. I love the show, by the way. Oh, hey, appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. It's, uh, thank you. You were, I mean, uh, like when when you with some some guys, it, you can tell they're kind of like, eh, I'll get up on a Sunday for you. All right, I gotta promote myself. But like when I reached out to you, you were you were just like, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. All my yeah, all my friends on the team love the show. We all love the polls. It's it's really fun. It's really great. I love it. Thank you guys. And for and, and, it, and there's nothing better than coming off a huge playoff win. And then, <laughs> yes. then wake up and yes. be like, all right, let's talk to the quarterback, the junior quarterback from Tipsbury. Uh, yes. It's like, it's like Dion, really you know, when you, when you ball, you get the call, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so definitely balled yesterday. I mean, you guys you guys built a 31-14 lead against Lynn English. Uh, you know, they, they made it interesting for sure, but you guys – Yeah, they did. Yeah, you guys you guys got got uh, got it done right at the end and, and got, got the first down you needed and, and – took care of business 3128 um tell us a little bit in terms of what it's been like taking over the reins of this team um in, in such a uh, a program rich rich with history rich with tradition um what's it been like for you as, as leader this year um this year i just wanted to step in really help manage the team because uh last year we had a great quarterback in jay conley so I just wanted to help uh, try to fill those shoes. Um, I knew Coach Elwood would really help me, like, be able to thrive out there on the field. And uh, early in the season, Shane really helped me out in the beginning of the year. He's been great. Um, even without him these last few games, uh, he's been amazing. Everyone else has helped me on from the offensive line, all the receivers. They've all really helped me a lot. So it's been easy for me. Not easy, but it's been easier they made they made it easier. Ryan, would, it, would it be fair to say that in the beginning of the season, being a new quarterback, being you know the first time playing like you know starting varsity, that it was more about Ryan, just do your job, don't make mistakes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. manage and 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 to be able to go into the playoffs and, and go deep. At some point, they were going to have to call on you to really like you know take your talents, take your skills, and, and start doing things that were you know that were to, to get some points on the board and a score, but more on your own. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At first in the season, I was uh, kind of struggling to, like, really read the defense, but now everything's starting to slow down, and uh, yep. it really just let my skills take over and be able to, like, play freely. Yeah. You can definitely see that just in your stats and, and how the game is has gone, and obviously you don't want to see someone like Elwood go down. But I yeah, think that's yeah, yeah. almost kind of forced you in that driver's seat to be okay. I got to make the pass now. I got to make the run. I've yeah. got to do these things because we're losing one of our one of our stars. So yeah, you, you handled sure. that. You handled that really well. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us a little bit in terms of just um, you know, as as Bill mentioned with with and you mentioned with 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 Shane going down. Shane's been a you know a uh, a huge star, featured featured on the show many times yeah. over the last you know last year and a half. Um, what's it been like in terms of, in terms of having to step up into that role? Um, it's been, you had to adjust a little everyone. It's not just like one guy now. It's more like everyone really has to like step up and Kyle Dorigo, Tyler Keogh, they've really stepped up on offense, uh, offensive line. They have to get a, they have to work even harder now because, you know, that's a really great player. Like, that can just make plays, but now you really have to block for everyone. So he, he's he's a really good player, but everyone else is now 
stepped up, and now we can all play as a team. I mean, is there anything that that Tyler Keogh didn't do yesterday? I mean, oh, literally, he, did. he does it all. He literally does it game. all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he threw. Yeah, he's great. He picked, he 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 uh he extra points running, catching. I mean, that was insane. Look, looking at that yeah. stat line. He he was great. You know, we we've had a really good connection these past few games, uh, and I just want to keep moving that forward. You know, and with Shane coming back, it, it'll it'll be good. It'll be really good. It'll be fun. So Ryan, I have to ask you. Uh, Methuen scrimmaged uh, Lynn English over the summer, and they have a, a pretty pretty uh, talented player on that team. Yes, uh, played running back. There's a video on Twitter that showed him. You know, basically, it looked almost like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, kind of running through the, the, the line. Talk, talk. I know you guys won. You know, I, I know we're moving on to the next round. But talk a little bit about how big that kid was, and and. Yeah, he he was probably the biggest kid we've seen all year. He was probably the most talented kid we've seen all year. He didn't actually give up on offense or defense. He was he was really good for them. Uh, strong kid, you know. He was fast. He could do it all. He could really do it all. What he kind was a of game changer? What kind of looks like a man in high school football clothes? Would you say that? Yeah, that's for accurate? sure, for sure. He's a guy you would see on TV almost. Yeah. And his Definitely. potential, I'm pretty sure he's being looked at by some of the. Yeah, top. he has plenty of plenty of offers. Yeah, he's going to be going somewhere. He he's a great player. Yeah, so it'll be kind of fun down the road to see him maybe playing Ohio State or something like that. Now, yeah, pro- maybe. I, yeah, I, I beat him in the playoffs. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, you know. It's, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a fact. You guys did beat him. Yeah, that's true. So, in terms of just in terms of, um, I mean. You know, coming off of last season, you you had you had some varsity experience backing up. Um, coming off of just a dream season last year for the Redmen, H- how has it been just in terms of of finding finding the team's own identity within this incredible history in Tewksbury? Um, this year's identity is a little different than last year. Last year, like everyone had to play both ways, and but I think we're a little. We have a little more depth this year. We're using everyone from all 22 guys. They're all stepping up, and even more than that, our scout team, they're doing a great job this year. They're really helping us. Um, You know, we're just trying to build off of last season. You know, we're not just trying to, like, oh, we went last year, great, but we want to go back. We really do. We want to go back. How good are the Fleming brothers as far as being part of that? They want to hit. They want to hit everything that moves. They do. They are the most physical players I've ever played with. So uh, we're talking with Ryan Rometta from the Tewksbury Redmen here on NBC Gridiron Weekly. Tim Wood, Bill Bryant. Um, Ryan, tell us uh, just a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, where, where'd you grow up, um, and, and when when'd you get to Tewksbury? Uh, well, I grew up in uh, Panama City, Florida, for until like seventh grade. I moved in the middle of seventh grade to Tewksbury because my mom got a job in Boston. Um, it was it was a big change weather wise, obviously. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, <laughs> um, I but, lived I lived down in in down near Hilton Head, South Carolina, for about ten years before coming back up this way. And, yeah, yeah, a little different. Yeah, it's definitely different. But I've uh, managed well and I've adjusted pretty good and. Uh, it's been it's been fun. I I like it here in Tuxbury. I really do. What what uh what got you uh centered on on the quarterback position? Uh, I just grew up watching TV, watching Tom Brady, watching 
all the greats, Drew Brees, all of them. I I just love watching them manage the game, make big throws, and being able to lead their team to the Super Bowls. And it's really been fun. And I just would love to be able to do that. And I'm trying to do that this year with Tuxbury. What do you What do you think as a quarterback is is the most challenging part of the job? The huddle, the the defense, the the pressure that pretty much everything on offense starts and, and ends with you. Uh, what are some of the things that you know? Yeah, I think you really got to be a leader out there. You're almost like another coach, kind of. You got to get everyone dialed in. You got to, and you also have to go out there and play too. So, and it's, I, I like it. I think it's fun being able to lead all the guys and uh, call the play in the huddle. And I think they like, I hope they like me calling the play in the huddle. And I'm pretty sure they do. And I want to be able to rally them and get them going. How, how yeah. do you take care of your linemen, Ryan? Those are the kids that, that get no love, no juice. But you know, being the guy that's standing right behind them, that they are getting punched, kicked, scratched, yeah. hit, hit to the head, all to just protect you. Yeah, we got to keep them. We keep them motivated. They they love the block. They love they love getting into the mix. Uh, actually, every week our coach, um, Coach Norton, he uh, every Thursday before a walkthrough, he'll uh, buy them chocolate milk and a snack, feed them, and they love it. They all love it. It's really fun. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's classic right there. Yeah. It hasn't changed in 20 years, 25, 30 years. The linemen still like their food and drinks. Oh, and yeah. Want to they, they want yeah, some love. But... Two, two gallons, it's all gone. Yeah, it's, it's really great. <laughs> probably in a couple chugs, right? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Nice. Um, so in terms of uh, – in ter- so we're going to – towards the end, we'll give – because. Tyler's back on the MVP vote this week. I mean, yeah, I yeah. couldn't even, I can't, couldn't fit all of his lines <laughs> in Twitter. I it would have just been him, other than making the pitch for three others. Yeah, so, um, yeah. We'll give you that that campaign pitch here in in a few minutes. But um, tell us, like, off the field when you do have time just to chill. Like, what do you, what do you like to do? Uh, usually I just like to relax, play video games. I'm a big Madden guy. Um, yeah, that I really, right now I really don't have that much time because of football season, but, yeah, uh, nothing going on. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, video games. I like watching TV. I like tonight, Sunday night. It's going to be real fun. Pat's Ravens. It's going to be oh, great. Yeah. It's going to be real fun watching Lamar and, uh, Tom Brady go at it. Um, so yeah, I like that. That's about what I do in, my free time homework right. obviously you're you're a three sport guy basketball baseball how do yeah. you balance how do you balance that i know in season it's really hard but basketball starts you know possibly in the middle of maybe going to another game after thanksgiving yeah. which would be great how do you how do you stay how do you stay fresh with hoops you just gotta find time like today i'm going down to the ymca today and i'm gonna go around shoot around get ready um it's gonna be it's going to be a good basketball, hopefully a good basketball season. Just got to find time, be committed. Um, I know our team is working hard this offseason, the guys that don't play football and the guys that do play football, like Kalu, Alu, and Mikey Kelly, they all play basketball. Um, which and they're working basketball? And, which position? I'm more of a shooting guard. I, I like to shoot it, yeah. Couldn't have, couldn't have figured it. I had, I had to hear it, though, so. Yeah. <laughs> So with you with you guys kind of killing it on the football field right now, you know, back in the playoffs, 
how, how is it walking the halls of Tewksbury as far as the starting quarterback uh, of the of a football team? Look at the smiles already starting to yeah. come on the face. Yeah, it's, is it's, there... it's fun. Uh, the teachers will be like, "Oh yeah, great game," and all that. Um, but it's it's normal. I I still feel like a normal high school kid. It's 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 nothing. It's special, but it's not like. It's not like you see on Friday Night Lights on the movies right. or anything like that, but it is fun. It, it it's cool. I think not, it's cool. You're not floating. That, you're not floating down the hallway. Yeah, you're still right. acting. Yeah, yeah. Walk, you're right? still yeah. Well, yeah. and I would even if you were floating, I would imagine Coach Aylward and and and, and staff kind of bring you back to earth real quick anytime Definitely. anytime they see Definitely. any big heads, right? Definitely. Uh, tell us about Coach Aylward and just 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 pl- playing for him and 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 your your offensive coaches. Um, he's, they've all been great. Coach Elwood has been really great. They've all really helped slow the game down for me, really helped me like with coverages and all the routes and all my steps and everything. Just being able to know what everyone is doing. They've really helped me out with that a lot. Um, they've broke everything down to make it really easy for me. And it's just been amazing. It's couldn't have made it easier for me. As a young kid, though, was there ever, ever a time that he went from being someone who you were kind of intimidated by because of his knowledge? He's a tough guy. He's, you know, he knows what he knows. Was there ever a period of time where you were intimidated? Where now it's okay? Where we're we're talking to each other. He's he's. I'm learning from him. Or or you know, I'm just wondering as a, as a as a player for him because he's uh, a little bit intimidating. Yeah, in eighth grade uh, is when I really started to meet him. Um, he was, yeah, I was like, oh my God, the great, I've heard so much about him. He's a, but now it's just like, he's really helped me. He's, he's a great coach and I can just, everyone should know that he is probably one of the best coaches in the, in the state actually. And he is, he's just been awesome for me and the whole team. I mean, I know you, yeah, I mean, I know you're just a junior, but I mean, it's gotta, gotta be a good feeling now to know that you're part, I mean, this is this program i mean to be part of this fraternity to be part of part of this crew and and yeah. and do what you guys are doing that's uh that's something that lasts a long time beyond the college beyond the high school years i know that's kind of tough to grasp at this point but yeah i mean you you, you got to i would imagine you see in the alumni around at, at a lot of the games and uh, yeah. you, you feel that history right yes it's it's crazy um they all come back. It's almost like a little reunion. Every every Saturday we play at Doucette. Um, they all love watching us play, and they support us, and they love seeing us win. And we just want to we just want to give that win for them, the people that like wore the jersey before us and really fought before us. So it was, it's really good. You mentioned something cool before that I just want to hit back on that that you know folks might not think a lot about, but the minute you said it, I'm like, yeah, of course. You kind of use Madden as, as almost a simulator. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of look um, – I play it like – I just look at the coverages, and it helps me like – it almost helps me in a game because like I see like certain patterns, and I'll see the way the corners are playing, and that's when I know like how to – read. it really does help you read coverages. Like I think it's really good for me, and uh, I don't know if it helps anyone else, but it does help me. Do you feel like – as a quarterback, your mind works differently. Do you feel like the quarterback fraternity, you guys just have a different, uh, I won't say a different level of, I mean, every position is, is difficult. Every position has its own it, it, its own uh, trick to, to, to figure out. But just from the quarterback position, is, is, it a, is it 
incredibly unique you know, uh, in terms of rest of the positions? Uh, yes, for sure, for sure. Not only do you have to go out there and play and make all these big throws and stuff like that, but you also have to like lead your team and like really gather them around and like lead them, uh, lead them, and yeah. And, and I, I think the part, serious. yeah. I think the part Ryan that that people forget too is if a player on the offense does the wrong thing, they're gonna get you know spoken to, yelled at. But as a quarterback, you get yelled at too because yes. you should have known where they were going. So Tim, I think the difference yes. is not only do you have to know your position and the impact it has, but really you got to know what everyone else is doing, what their responsibilities are. Because if they don't go in motion, if they don't do something they're supposed to. It throws off the whole play, and the quarterback gets yelled at because you should have told them to go in motion, even though that's sure. his job. For sure, definitely, so definitely. The, the, the pressure part of it on the quarterback is is intense. Yes, definitely. It happened a couple times this Saturday, but we still came out on top, so we'll, that's good. <laughs> we'll fix that this week. And, yeah, yeah, yes, we will. <laughs> now, who, who do we have this Saturday? Uh, Conquer Kylo. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a good team. They just beat Beverly. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah, they're they're gonna be really good, but uh, we're gonna try to execute. And we're just gonna try to play a clean game and try to hopefully make it to the next round. I mean, that's that's one of the things that is is obviously a staple of of, of Coach Elward and and been a staple of of one of the successes for any team, but especially this team. You guys play such a clean game. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's so buttoned down. Um, between you know, lack of penalties and just 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 clean routes, clean clean cuts. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's got to be fun for you to see kind of the whole orchestra come together, right? Yeah, um, for sure. In the beginning of the year, we weren't as clean, especially in that Methuen game. Obviously, as you guys know, um, <laughs> a lot of penalties. Uh, just everything wasn't really going from going right for all of us uh but so we just wanted to clean that up and make sure we're like very disciplined and everything's clean so we can have a really good clean game all right yeah so in terms of just uh before we let you go again we're talking to ryan rometta here uh tewksbury quarterback here on mvc gridiron weekly before we let you go any shout outs you want to give to to parents to to family to uh friends teachers uh, in terms of who 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 helps you uh you know every day uh definitely mom and dad my little brother uh name the offensive line oh uh my mom is uh katie rametta and michael rametta yep is my dad um barrett my little brother he's great um the offensive line definitely my center antonio capello uh left tackle mike woodford uh left guard robbie kemptis who has been really good for us uh really leading the offensive line Steven Arsenal, uh, Kyle Scrock, and Anthony DeSisto, they've all been really good on the line. Bill, that's that's pro that's that's pro tip right there. That, that's, <laughs> oh, without question. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Legit on the shout outs. All right. Before we let you go, uh, I, I mentioned it Ty- Tyler's back up. Tough yeah. co- tough competition. Josh Ramos, uh, you got um, you got Manny Lara and who am I forgetting? You got, you got, and then uh, Will Schimler from from North Andover. Tough. Con- so give us give us your best campaign pitch for Tyler. Um, He's already won, so you guys yeah. obviously know how to get out the vote. Yeah, they're all those guys are great players. Huge shout out to them. But uh, I don't. 
Tyler did everything, literally everything. You can name it. He threw it. He caught it. He ran it. He kicked. He kicked return. He did it all. And I think he he should. He deserves it. I think he really does. All right. Uh, Bill, any, any last thoughts from you here? No, I'm not endorsing anyone right now. But as you look through the stats, you know, the, the closest game, the, the, the most difficult game of the weekend was, you know, Lynn English was no joke. They, they got yeah. a kid. You know, they got a, a pretty pretty big stud on that team. <clears throat> and you guys, you know, obviously won. So his stats seem to be a little bit more meaningful um, than than some of the other numbers put up. Yeah, so, yeah and um, shout out to Lynn English. They were they were actually a really good team. Uh, they were no joke, especially as a seven seed. They're probably the best seven seed you're going to ever see in a while. Question. So, yeah, definitely. Right, so, I mean, listen, we talked to Matt Chico earlier from North Andover. He called us. He dialed in via Skype from Baltimore. He's at. He's going to the Ravens game tonight with with his oh, family. Lucky him. Lucky right? him. Right. Right. Now, yeah. Now, but you, you are the first. Like you came like legit with the headphones and, and yeah, like, I was, like uh, a I was little right. extra I was mic. Excited. I mean, yeah. That that's pro stuff right there. Yeah, I was excited. This is a great show. I love watching every week. Uh, it's I enjoy it a lot. Awesome. Ryan, Ryan we are we're rooting for you guys. You know, you guys went deep last year, and, and you're definitely a, a, a group. You got great coaches. Um, you know, you guys are all competitors. I, I grew up with the Fleming uh, Fleming brothers, father, and and we're 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 rooting for you guys to keep going forward and, and uh, keep on keep winning. Thank you, thank you so much, and uh, shout out to Connor Bryant. He did he played great against us uh, week two, but thank you, next year next year we'll try to get him. We'll try to get him back. <laughs> All right. Ryan Rometta, uh, Tewksbury quarterback, huge thank you for joining us here on MVC Gridiron Week. Anytime, anytime. All right. Thank hopefully you. All right. We'll take a quick break. Uh, great interview from Ryan Rometta. Great kid. Uh, Tewksbury, huge win. Uh, big game coming up against Concord Carlisle. Take a quick break. Come back. Talk uh, North, North Andover. We'll talk to Matt Chico as well. Wrap things up with Hector. Uh, we'll do that right after the break here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Fusco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your results may vary, but give the Davila and DeFusco a try. They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote. Or check them out at DavilaDeFusco.com. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, Tim Wood, Hector Longo. Bill has left the building at this point. He's like Phil Rizzuto at the Yankee games. Had to get out before before the traffic, I guess. Uh, <laughs> get, a couple, get a couple things, uh, just a couple of shout-outs out of the way. First of all, just want to uh, throw it back out. Our, our football squares contest. We will be promoting this a little bit during the week because we are we are trying to make this a, a little bit of a thing, a fundraiser for the Merrimack Valley Online Journalism Initiative, the folks behind MVC Gridiron Weekly. First game, November 10th, Sunday Night Football, Vikings versus Cowboys. $10 a square, 100 squares total. Buy as many as you like. 
Uh, you see, you see the uh, information on the screen. PayPal, Venmo. You can, that's how you. That's how you pay. Once your money is received, we send you the link to make uh, to pick your square and uh, track all your squares, all, all the uh, all the progress online. Uh, you got a chance to win money. Your school has a chance to win money if if uh, the the top school that that shows out for this. Uh, we'll get a hundred dollars to their boosters program. So uh, trying trying to cover all all of the uh, all all of the uh, squares here. Uh, hope you'll hope you'll participate. Uh, one other thing that we want to just say real quick is Country Kitchen, the proud supporters of the Rangers, report on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Not a great uh, report for the Rangers this week, but Country Kitchen always a, a good meal. Best haddock in the Merrimack Valley, hands down. Fish Fridays, get over there, twelve ninety nine. Uh, unbelievable deal. So huge shout out to Country Kitchen. All right, Hector, um, North Andover, uh, they took care of business against uh, against Westford, thirty five seven. Schimler with a big game, three touchdowns, uh, three hundred yards total, two forty eight in, in the air, fifty two on the ground. Matt Chico, a huge day, four catches, 97 yards, 67-yard touchdown to start the second half. Brutus, Gabin, Mencia, uh, huge days. The defense, ha- I mean, they basically took care of business uh, against mm-hmm. a weaker West Westford team. Okay, so we talked about how Lynn English was a team you didn't want to see. I think North Andover is a team you don't want to see in that, in that bracket, simply because it's a team that's been very war- um, war tested without yep. its leader, without its quarterback, and they survived and went to the MVC battles. All of a sudden, now for a different, uh, obviously for a different way here, they're a team that you know could be very dangerous here in that in that bracket, um, simply because of the wars they've been through. Now, now it gets interesting a, a little bit more, but you know you gotta like what North Andover has done over the second half to be prepared for this. And I mean, I think if, you know, I got it up on the screen now that, you know, they're, they're traveling to Reading, uh, a new mm. experience for them over the last couple of years in terms of having to hit mm. the road uh, other than the, uh, other than Gillette. But, um, mm. you know, Reading, uh, you know, I think in terms of what we've seen from Reading, they, they match up well overall. There's no common. Mediocre Middlesex League team and get pummeled. Now I feel like it's the other way around. The Middlesex League doesn't want to draw a North Andover team like from the Valley simply because of the way these teams are battle tested and battle weary. You know, just tough, very tough after the teams they face in the Merrimack Valley. So this is a good. This is a, another one of those really good games. This is a really good matchup for, for uh, a sectional semifinal. Absolutely, and and and. You know, one four technically, but two teams that 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 match up very well. All right, Hector. love North Andover's weapons too, Tim. Yeah. You gotta love the fact that they have multiple weapons. Gabin and Brutus are now being incorporated. The quarterback has been has been a solid trigger man. So you gotta love the way leading the defense. Yeah. I mean, they they got yeah they they're they're balanced all over the place. Like you said, Schindler coming back, fought his way back, even in his absence. You know, if something should happen, Radulski's proven that he can do it in clutch moments. Uh, so it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I, I honestly, I, I think, I think all our teams still alive, uh, Andover toughest test, obviously, but 
the the other three teams, uh, legit chances, legit chances. Sure, absolutely. Yep. All right, before I let you go, because uh, because I know you've got you've got you've got business to attend to. You you're covering mm-hmm. some some tournament games. Any Stayfield final hockey thoughts? Championship game up in New Hampshire. Tim, big stuff. Stayfield hockey championship. Oh, so. nice, nice. All right. Uh, who's in it? This will be Sauhegan and Hanover at Bedford High. So I'm heading to New Hampshire. All right. I was hoping you were going to say Laconia Sachems, but no, no, no mm-hmm. dice. All right. Um. So any any final thoughts from you before before I let you go? Um. It's time to embrace. Uh, change. It's time to embrace these playoffs for what they can be, not for what, not for the bad, but for the good. And it's time to, it just has to be honed. It just has to be toned. I love this part of the year. Like, look at those games next weekend. I mean, I, I love this part of the year where every, you know, you can pick a game, the central game, the end over game. And it's like, this is what the kids play for, so it's it's a good it's a good time of year. And now, like I said, as I walked the dog this morning and saw that it's a hard frost, I think teams can actually play on Friday night now. So um, we'll excited see. about that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sure can. I mean, there's, there's a legit hard frost. So, so all right, Hector, we'll we'll let you go before we. Uh, but we've got one last thing to do here. Uh, had a great interview uh, earlier this morning. Didn't know it at the time that he was calling us from Balt. I mean. It not just got on Skype with us, but but did it from Baltimore. His family's going to see the Pats Ravens game tonight. We got uh, we got one of the star receivers, star defenders for uh, f- for the Scarlet Knights, Matt Chico. We'll play that interview. I'll come back afterwards. Final thoughts. But uh, Hector, another great week. Thank you for for all you do, and and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you next week. Get out and vote for my man Schimler. There you go. All right. I got my final word with you gone too, so that would be good. All right, here's here's <laughs> here's Matt Chico. All right, we are here on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Excited. We we have we have the players, we have the coaches on roll in terms of Skype video. It's like once we once we finally got a couple guys, it was like it's it's it, it ain't no thing. I I know Matt. I know getting getting up on a Sunday. Getting, getting, getting the hair in place and everything, everything good to go. I appreciate it. It's Matt Chico from from uh, North Andover Scarlet Knights. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good, very good. Really appreciate you being on the show. We we, we caught up with you a little bit earlier in the season after the game, but good to talk to you a little a little bit more without the helmet, without without the uh, adrenaline. <laughs> but I, I I gotta I gotta imagine you're still on a high after that after that big win against Westford. Yeah, I mean we definitely feel good. Uh, we're just kind of trying to keep the momentum going into the the next game against Reading. What do you think? I mean, you guys you guys started a little slow just in terms of in terms of kind of finding finding the identity, finding the flow. Um, you guys are on a roll now. Um, can you can you pick one spot where you think the season kind of turned around for you guys? Um, I don't think so. I think we were sort of evolving throughout the season. I think you know we're a pretty inexperienced team, at least in the beginning of the season. So I think, you know, we had to work out some kinks, and then I think every week we improved. Oh yeah, and we hopefully still can. What has it been like for you, just in terms of of seeing? I mean, you've you've had to play for a couple different quarterbacks now, um, different styles, 
but um, you guys just keep rolling. I mean, what has it been? You've been kind of the consistent in in the mix here. What's it been like you in terms of in terms of um, being being the leader of this group? Yeah, I mean, obviously we had a lot of sort of changes. Some people, you know, coming in and out. Peter did a great job. Shem's obviously doing a great job. Uh, yeah, you just kind of got to work through it. Our, our coaches put a Put us in a great position, so it's pretty easy. Tell us a little bit in terms of the coaches, in terms of in terms of you know when when you guys. I think you were one and three at one point, right? Yeah, we were. So at one and three, what are the coaches saying to you? Just I mean, you have obviously been there. You know you you know how to handle yourselves in terms of adversity. But at that point, what are the coaches saying in terms of in terms of turning around turning around the season at that point? Uh, I remember throughout the the week when we were one and three, they they just keep telling us that we're, you know, so close, like we're right there. We just got to keep on working, and then you know it'll it'll come. So they're just trying to keep our head up, and it worked for sure. Absolutely, uh, every season's different. So you know you don't want to you don't want to talk too much about last season, but I mean it, that was a special season. This one's turning into special just for for its own reasons. Um, how has this year been different for you in terms of just the I don't know, just all all of it in terms of this year versus last year so far? I think it's sort of weird coming into this season with all the seniors leaving and returning uh, state champions. It was sort of weird because you have this expectation that you're gonna you know, do the same thing as last year and go undefeated. So I think once we had that first loss, it was almost like a weight off of our shoulder. Um, and we could kind of just, you know, play football after sure. that. Sure. And obviously the new uh, players coming in, it was a, it was a different kind of feel for sure. So, so tell us a little bit in terms of, in terms of will, in terms of just um, what it's been kind of like getting used to his 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 identity, his his style um, this this year, and and just the the connections you guys are making now. Yeah, he's definitely he's he's a great athlete. He's you know he's a big guy. He's he's fast. He's strong. Um, he's got a huge arm too, which it, it's 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 a little. Sometimes I kind of forget how strong his arm is, and he'll just he'll sling it like sixty yards. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's sneaky because because you guys do run a lot of a, a lot of short patterns, and and you know he'll he'll scramble, but then boom, like like just on on a dime, like sixty yards, you know, like just yes. and leading you, not even behind you, or or I mean, just like catching you in stride. Um, in terms of, uh, you guys are you guys are now in kind of the underdog role against Reading, you know, again different different than last year. Um, mm-hmm. Have have to hit the road here. Um, what's the mentality heading into this week in terms of in terms of Reading? Uh, we're sort of just trying to embrace that we're underdogs and kind of accept it and just work through it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, 
Just trying to keep our head up, keep working, I guess. You've been coached well in terms in terms of not giving up too much, not giving any <laughs> not giving any bulletin board material. I wasn't getting I wasn't trying to get you to go there either, but but uh um in terms uh so we're talking to Matt Chico from from uh now is it, it's Chico just to be sure or is it or is it Chico? It's Chico, yeah. Chico. Yeah. I just want to make sure cuz you know <laughs> it, it sounds that way, but I you know you're taking the time out. I don't want to butcher the name. So um People have butchered mine like wood. I don't know how you could butcher wood. But... <laughs> <It is. laughs> um, so we're talking to Matt Chico from from North Andover Scarlet Knights after after a big win uh, against Westford. Now the number four Knights head to re- number one Reading uh, for for the uh, North uh, Division Two North Semis. Um, in terms, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and and and. How you got into football? Where where you got the passion to play? I would say I definitely got it from my dad um, and my brother. I remember when I was like a little kid, always my dad was a coach, so I'd always go to the practices, always watch them. So I, I think it definitely started there, and it was always a part of my life growing up. And there's no doubt that I wanted to play um, growing up and even into high school. It was always my dream. Was he coaching your brother in, in Pop Warner or, 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 or in terms uh, of where you were watching him? Yeah, it was just a, it was a North Andover youth. It was in fifth grade to seventh grade. Yep. Um, so, and you've got a rich history. Your dad played at Holy Cross. Uh, you, you mentioned your uncles, your, your grandfather, your brother played. So, um, how do you carve out your own identity within the family in terms of football? Like, how are you different in terms, in terms, in, in terms of the Chico family family line? Um, it's <laughs> a good question. Uh, are you tougher than them? You, you, I don't, I don't you, think you, I'm tougher than them. You know, it's, I gotta get. I was trying to try to get some 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 stuff to to yeah. start a war. <laughs> start um, a war of words with the family. No, not tougher, faster. I think I might be faster. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm faster than that. All right, so you can beat your brother in 40. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, I mean, what is – what's it like now? Like just uh, – you've been playing since fifth grade. You've been playing with, with all these guys right up through um, – I'm not gonna say you're in your. Well, I mean, you are in your twilight in terms of the career, and um, I mean, what's it like now with with knowing that every game every game could be the last, and 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 just just having the opportunity to play with all these guys straight up through. Yeah, it's sort of you. It's sort of eerie. You don't really want to think about you know that we only that I might have four or five games left. Yeah. Yeah. But. You know, you just got to kind of enjoy it. And, I mean, I've grown up with the, the guys I'm playing with, and it's a lot of fun. So you just kind of, you know, you, you, you want to win, but you also want to have fun. So just trying to have fun with all of them. You guys look like you have fun. I mean, Coach Dobzinski, obviously serious, but, I mean, um, it, seems like, it seems like there's spots to have fun. It, it seems like you guys, it's not just uh, – it's – not that just that you're eating up the pressure. It seems like you're having fun with it too. I mean, is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I think we definitely play our best football when we're loose um, and having fun. I think that's when we play. Like, 
I think compared to the beginning of the season, we're a little too nervous and uptight. And I think now we're playing with uh, more energy and we're just having more fun. Not even not even a matter of like reading your own press clippings or anything. It's just it's it just like I mean you you have now you have this label on you. Now you have this target on you as as the team to beat and and so it's it's like like you said getting that sometimes that first loss is is actually good. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of um just your uh where you guys are at right now. Um health-wise just the way overall that you that you guys have been playing um how are you how are you feeling overall about where the team's at right now i feel really good um we had a few little injuries or not too little but we had some uh, injuries throughout the season and they all seem healed up and they're all ready to go so i think i think we're definitely pretty confident um going into the playoffs and we're ready to have fun. How, just from what you've seen so far, how is Reading different than than any team you've played so far? Um, I, I didn't watch too much film of, of them. I watched a little. And they, they seem, their cornerbacks seem pretty tall. They seem like a big, strong, fast, athletic team. Um, I think their running backs, I think he's pretty big. I think he's good. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah. and you know, they they stumbled a little bit against Lexington. Um, till t- I think their depth kind of sh- showed out, you know, in the third, 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 fourth quarters in that in that game. But um, they look beatable. I mean, I mean, everybody's beatable, you know. With with I'm not again not trying to create uh, um, bulletin board material, but I mean, you guys have you guys have a, a veteran crew. You've you've found some ways to win. I mean, just even even in in those moments. I mean, t- tell me about the Chelmsford game. T- I mean, because that's that's a moment where you guys that could have been a trap. That could have and that could have been a real momentum killer right there. Mm-hmm. And instead, yeah, was... instead you, I mean, pull it out in awesome fashion. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, at that point, we were one and three, so. That was definitely a must-win for us. Um, in terms of playoffs, too, we, it was definitely a must-win. And it, it seemed like we were thrilled. Like we had a good week of practice going into it. And we were playing well. It just seemed like like it wasn't really clicking, you know, like offensively. Yeah. Um, and then to, to kind of pull out a close win, it, it definitely boosted our morale a lot and got us ready for Drake it the following week. So tell us a little bit in terms of just what it was like getting Radolski in there. I mean, again, a senior you've played with right up through, and and finally getting his 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 spot in the in the in the, in the spotlight. And re, I mean, just just devouring the spotlight. I mean, what what, what was that like? Get getting getting to play varsity games with him. It was it was awesome. It was super fun. Um, I mean, it's tough. He two years ago he had to play um, underneath. Jake, and now he kind of he he accepted his role. He did. He's a great quarterback. Um, now he's playing DN and stuff. He's he's really been a great addition. And I, I mean, he's a good friend of mine. So, he, you know, it was really fun once he threw that touchdown to me. Oh yeah, I mean, but I think really like 
as a person you have you have you have that moment where you can choose to to get upset about your role and and walk away maybe or or accept it and just just like love being part of the team and i mean you know for him to for him to get that moment after after what he did in terms of for the team um it's i mean it's it's probably one of my my favorite moments of the year for sure around the mvc mm-hmm. um yeah, he, go ahead oh, sorry. sorry well i just he's you know he's he's so passionate about the game it was it was awesome to see that you know he could really shine out there all right so uh I'm gonna give you a chance in in a, in a minute here before we let you go to to kind of because Will Schindler's on on the MVP MVP vote this week, so gonna give you give you your 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 chance to to campaign a little bit for him. But okay. um, like what do you like what do you do for fun off the field? Um, uh, I like to hang out with my friends. You know, go to the movies, watch YouTube, Netflix, that and, kind of stuff. All right, so what's what's the what's the last movie that 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 was worth paying for? I don't know, I'm I can't remember the last time I went. I, I, I do want to see the Joker movie. Oh yeah. I think I'm probably gonna see that on Tuesday. Good. Good yeah. call. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy good. Yeah. I'm um, so you you said before the interview that, that you're that you're an office fan, big fan of the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, any particular character there? Definitely Michael Scott. Uh, I think he's the best part of that show. Now, not for nothing, you you have kind of the you you kind of look like Steve Carell a little bit. <laughs> you, you have you ever heard that? I, I I haven't heard that one. No, I don't know. I don't know. We might have to put a separated at birth thing up on the screen, but you, you kind of have that Michael Scott look a little, maybe a little a little bit more chiseled, but but. Um, what what is it in terms of Michael Scott? Just the just and Steve Carell, just the the bumbling, just the the I mean the uh, just being himself, even though he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's like you know he's so funny, he's so sweet, and he's so unassuming. That, that's that's the best part of his character. Oh yeah, abs- absolutely. All right, so uh, Matt Chico from from North Andover uh, from North North Andover Scarlet Knights. Um, Really appreciate the time. Want to just get get the shout outs to to the parents, um, Frank and Rhonda, um, your, your your brother Frank, your sister Jessica. Any anyone else that you want to give some shout outs to in terms of just that that has helped you along in terms of the career, in terms of in school. Um, definitely. I mean, my extended family too. My grandmother, my grandparents. Uh, you know my cousins; they were always there for me. So the whole family's kind of tight right around here. Uh, yeah, I got family up in Londonderry, so they, you know, we see them a good amount. Nice. Um, um in terms of w- what's uh, what's next for you in terms of in ter- are you looking at college? You looking at you looking to still play uh, football or, or have a career in mind at this point? Uh, well, I think I want to go into business. I don't think I'm going to play football in college. I think I'm probably leaning towards track. I'm probably going to at least going to try to run track in college. Nice. Like, and and school-wise, where are you at? Um, 
I just applied to some. I applied to Providence. Uh, so still in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know yet. Yeah, you going. you got you got some applications out there though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right, so I, I said I, I said, said I gave you the chance. So, so Will is is one of the four in the MVP vote this week. Give give us your best campaign pitch for for Will being MVP this week. Tough competition. Well, I mean, Ramos yeah. from Andover, Keo from from Tewksbury, Manny Lara from Lawrence. Yeah, I mean he had what do you have like two hundred and fifty. Throwing yards, something, something crazy. Yeah, two fifty and fifty rushing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he had a game. There's, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, he was three touchdowns. I think he was our leading rusher. Yep. I mean, it was, it was. He, he played amazing, really. Just what you want from your QB in the biggest game of the season, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, um, uh, Matt. Huge appreciation for you getting on here on a, on a Sunday morning. We're, we'll, we'll be watching uh, and 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 rooting for. North Andover this week, and and uh, hope hope to, hope to see you guys keep the playoff run going here. Yeah, hopefully. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Right back at you. Appreciate you taking the time. All right, that is that is one Matt Chico from the North Andover Scarlet Knights. They will head to Reading this week, trying to keep the playoff run going. All right, so uh, and a huge thank you to Matt Chico, as we mentioned. He called us. Uh, he called in, uh, skyped in from Baltimore. He's he's there for the Ravens Patriots game tonight. So huge shout out to 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 uh, Mr. Chico and the Chico family for making him available <laughs> during a family trip. Uh, all right. So uh, as we mentioned, a couple couple things to to wrap wrap up on. Here are the Week Eight MVP nominations: Joshua Ramos, Tyler Keogh. Will Schimmler, Manny Lara, looking at the vote so far, it's uh, Lawrence is getting out the vote again. Okay, so now here's the deal: we have the potential for the first four-way tie in terms of the vote. Uh, so uh, Bill has gone with Tyler Keogh, uh, Hector has gone with Will Schimmler, I'm going with Josh Ramos, uh, and. Right now, the fan vote is for Manny Lara, so here's what will happen. Uh, if if there is a four-way tie, we will go to the fan vote and take the top two finishers, and then Bill, Hector, and I will pick between the top two finishers. Uh, since there's three of us, there will certainly be a winner, and uh, that's how we will do it. So... Uh, your your vote counts. Get it out. Uh, you have until Tuesday at midnight to, to vote if you, if you're watching this before Tuesday. Uh, all right. So one more shout out. We're we're trying this for the first time. We'll see how it works out. Uh, we're doing a football squares contest, a fundraiser uh, for for MVC Gridiron Weekly. We've got some really cool things planned, folks. Uh, beyond football that that we're trying to do. Uh, we're fundraising to do that. Uh, the the company, um, the organization that, that that helps put this on, is is a nonprofit organization, the Merrimack Valley Online Journalism Initiative, and uh, so we're doing some fundraising uh, to to try to uh, bring some more cool stuff your way. Uh, first game we're doing the squares contest for. Uh, keep you interested during the past bye week. We're gonna do Vikings Cowboys Sunday Night Football. 
100 squares, as, as is the norm for the, these squares. $10 a square. Buy as many as you like. Uh, here, there's the where to send it on the screen, Tim at loopweekly.com. On PayPal, Tim Wood, M-A, on Venmo. Um, once, once the money is received, we will send you a link to the pick and track your squares. So you can track your squares. Uh, pick, your, pick your squares, track your squares online. Um, 25 for the first quarter winner, 50 for the halftime, uh, 75 for third quarter, $100 for the final score. If you've never done the football square before, you end up, you pick a random square, and then once all the squares are taken, uh, we assign numbers to the, the top row and the, and the side row, to all the columns, to all the rows. And so your numbers meet up. Uh, the num the the number for uh, the home team, the number for the visiting team, and then uh, so that's what you're rooting for for the, to be the score at the end of the first, at the end of halftime, in the third, at the final score. So, uh, and then as we mentioned, hundred dollars goes to the sports boosters from the town with the most entries in this squares contest. We're we're hoping this is a thing. Uh, we're we're. We're putting ourselves out there, asking for your support. A lot of lot of support behind the show, uh, and uh, this, this is going to be a win 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 if we can if we can make this a thing. So uh, that's the football squares contest. All right, so a uh, couple couple last things. Uh, podcast, uh, we will make the podcast, and we had some streaming issues with this last part, so we're going to put the whole broadcast together. We're gonna stream this last part right after right after we're recording it here, um, probably the last twenty minutes here, including the Chico interview, to last half hour, uh, and then we'll we'll put the whole thing together for the podcast. All right, so um, watch for that. There you see all the places you can get uh, get the show, and uh, listen. Huge thank you to all of the folks this week. Uh, all the folks this week. Uh, great, great job from Ryan Rometta. Great job from Matt Chico. Huge thanks to all the folks that 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 uh, provided the the huddle video. Um, and uh, Bill Hector, great job as always to you, the fans, for watching. Get out the vote. Get out the vote in in this. Hey, and get out on on Tuesday if you've got local elections. Get out and 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 vote in your local elections on Tuesday. Okay, uh, don't don't waste that democratic right that you have. So, uh, all right. Next week we will talk all the playoff action. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll wrap up all of the non-playoff games, and uh, we'll keep it going here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. Have a great week, everybody. Talk to you next week.